let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4 and after 4. Whatever you missed, you listen to the John and Ken On Demand podcast and pick it up. Yeah, and don't forget the moist line. It is going to return on Friday. Of course, we haven't been around, especially the last five days or so. So uh, there's room. You can leave a message using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. The last days of June are traditionally the time when the U.S. Supreme Court releases its most contentious, awaited decisions. And two that came down very quickly late last week were about affirmative action and student loans. We'll talk a little bit about affirmative action Later on this hour, and that was a long time coming. But we'll begin with the student loan debacle. And of course, the Biden administration pulled this one out to forgive student loan debt because uh, they wanted a nice turnout for the 2022 midterm elections. They thought this would, and, and maybe according to some polls, it did help in some of the races. As you know, the Democrats did not suffer as much as people thought they would in the House of Representatives and the Senate. 
But uh, so he pulled out a 2003 law called the Heroes Act, which was passed at the time of the Iraq War. They use that as the basis to cancel student loans. Now, what had already been going on back to when Trump was president with the pandemic is that they had suspended repayment. But Biden wanted to take it a big step further and forgive student loans up to a certain amount. You could be forgiven up to $10,000 if you make one hundred and twenty-five grand a year or less, and $20,000 if you received Pell Grants. That's money awarded to students from families with, uh, as it's described here, exceptional financial need. Now, in the Supreme Court decision, which was six to three conservatives against the liberal justices, even Chief Justice John Roberts quoted, of all people, Nancy Pelosi in saying Congress has to do this. The president can't do this. This reminds us of uh, back when Obama was president and they wanted him to give out amnesty. And he says he can't do that. Congress I, has to. You know, most people are, are very ignorant on how the government works. Congress uh, has to propose laws. Pass on them. really big matters, that is true. Yeah, that's right. There, there is the president has exceptional limited powers to do things in small ways. But something but like he can't wave a wand and let go of uh, that much money and four hundred and thirty billion dollars of student loan principal. That has to come from the House of Representatives and the Senate. You know the the way this is portrayed by the progressive. Uh, uh, the prog- I, I, don't, I don't know what to call them anymore. They're liars, or what they are. They're progressive <laughs> liars in the media makes it sound like the Supreme Court came out against uh, young people who owe money on their college loans. How cruel. It's like, no, you stupid fool. And it's because it's illegal for the president to do this. The House has to. The Democrats held the House and Senate entirely for the first two years of the Biden presidency. They didn't push this through. What does that tell you, though? What does that tell you? They didn't want to take a $400 billion hit. What they well, want, The reason this was invented is what you said. This was to gin up, gin up turnout among young people. Young, and it's what you always say. By the time this gets to the Supreme Court, we will have gained what we wanted to in the yeah, 2022 midterm elections. Young people are not uh, turned on by Biden, okay? He's a silly, foolish old man. They might hate Trump. They're not they're not Biden people, right? right? But so what happens when people are not enthusiastic is they don't show up to vote. So they needed an issue to get him to vote. And I guarantee you that was the original conversation in the White House. It's like, okay, we're this is gonna be a bloodbath in November unless we find some way to get people excited. What issues would get people excited? Let's do a poll. So they do a poll. What do people ages, I don't know, 18 to 34 care about most? Oh, man, they're all really, really yeah, upset they're, they're, with their, their student, student loan debt. loans. Uh, yeah. they, you know, it's 72% of people in that age group would uh, vote Democratic if uh, they could get their student loans forgiven. Uh, hey, that's understandable, right? I mean, if but I we get, can't do this. Yeah, uh, but don't worry. By the time they unravel this, yeah, there'll probably be a judge right. who'll stop us briefly. But we'll just plug ahead. And by the time it gets to the Supreme Court, and the, we'll be past the elections. They know all this. But what they do is they write up talking point arguments to give to their uh, staff members. They go on all the newscasts, all the talk shows, all the interviews. They repeat the talking points over and over again. Very shallow talking points. And because the media is largely progressive, nobody challenges them. 
Okay? So, I mean, everybody plays their role. If you look at public life as a stage with a script, with a plot laid out, the plot is this. Is this. Democrats polling badly. Big midterm election coming up. We need an issue to jet up millennial support. What's big with millennials? Oh, that, those damn student loans. So we pretend we have the power to do it, even though we don't. Most of these, most of these people are lawyers. Most of them studied constitutional law, right? They went to elite universities, Harvard, Yale. Most of the people at the upper reaches of government are well-schooled in the Constitution. They know how it works, but they know most of the public are ignoramuses, and you could fool them with an emotional argument. And you're not going to pay any price for it. You'll get some extra votes, then the Supreme Court... Uh, Rules against you, and then you just insult the Supreme Court justices. That's all. It's a game. To give you an idea what we're talking about in terms of numbers, when they started this, you had to apply. 26 million people in the weeks after this was open applied for the program or were automatically eligible. And of those 26 million, more than 16 million were approved for loan cancellation by the Education Department before all this got put on. I have no... I have no sympathy for people who take out loans and they get and then choose a major that doesn't give them a good paying job that's you being stupid that's your parents being stupid so that's the price you have to pay welcome to the real world you do stupid you make stupid financial decisions you get screwed you get bent over you know you can't borrow fifty thousand dollars and then get a degree in gender fluid poetry <laughs> and then expect to get a six-figure job Gender fluid poetry. Gender fluid poetry, yes. I've not read that. They have bachelors, they have masters, they have doctorates now. So, yeah, it's like, what do you think is going to happen? You have a worthless degree. Worthless. You would have been better off going to work at a subway and cutting roast beef for four years. You walk out of there, at least you wouldn't have 50 grand worth of debt. Well, hours after this decision... Biden already announced he'll move again to enact debt relief under something called the 1965 Higher Education Act. Supposedly, though, this could take more time. But the Biden people are telling the press, we believe it's legally sound. No, they know it's not. They're going to gin up the vote for the next cycle. They do, because next year he's on the ballot. That's right. If he makes it. Why didn't the Democrats pass this when they had all the power? Huh? Why? If they had passed a bill... Uh, 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 forgive, forgiving the loans and Biden signed it, that would be the legal way to get it done. They didn't do it. You know why? Because this is really unpopular for everybody else. This only helps 13% of the public. The other 87%, we would have to pay off the loans with our taxes. This polls badly with people who did get a decent, uh, get a degree and a decent job connected to their degree. This pisses off the two-thirds of the public that doesn't have a college degree. Why Why should people who didn't borrow the money have to pay the bill? Under what logic is that? And uh, interestingly enough, actually, in the last several years, student loan debt nationally has, actually, has been declining. The average federal loan peaked at about $6,500 back in 2020, uh, 2010. It dropped to just 3800 in 2021 and 22. The only area where it's increasing, uh, you might have guessed this, is for people looking for graduate students. Oh, graduate student people, yeah. Did you see the LA Times and some of the examples of people who are whining and bitching about this? 
Oh, I saw some headline that they're skipping meals and they're doing everything they yeah, can. Yeah, actually, to, this whole article is worth going into. They're panicking, right? Jeremiah Jordan. Some people don't have regular names anymore. He says he was aware of the political forces surrounding the president's plan. But for a year, he allowed himself to dream. If the court had upheld student loan forgiveness, the TikTok creator could pour money into his content <laughs> with new camera equipment. You bozo. You're not going to get rich pouring money into your TikTok channel. There's 2 billion people on TikTok. Nobody's going to notice you. You don't have anything interesting to say. Your films stink. He's in his third term at L.A. City College where he studies filmmaking. He's got 5000 in federal loans. You can't pay a $5,000 loan back. Uh, yeah. Uh, Most of it he's paying for off-campus housing. Honestly, you know, I, I, I look at the stuff that these people uh, are, are studying, and, and there, there's no jobs for these degrees. There just isn't. <laughs> All right, when we come back, you'll have a chance at some money. Maybe you have some student loans to pay, because now borrowers are going to have to resume paying off those yeah. loans with this decision. Uh, you have a chance at money with the KFI Inflation Compensation Contest. Be listening for the keyword. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. That's the finances, TikTok videos. <laughs> Deborah Mark, I'm so glad I don't have my three sons. None of them fell into that hole. Jeez, when I see what's going on now. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. You were just talking about that guy that was complaining what he wants to be a tiktok star or make tiktok movies and yeah he had big student loans and now they're not all going to get forgiven from from the from the world of social media influencers there were two stories that caught my attention the wall street journal did a story and i find this hard to believe but i actually know someone that does this that doesn't do this but watches this there are people now who go to uh, casinos and gamble on slot machines and bring camera crews with them and people watch them online and they make money off of it so this guy actually loses $300,000 a year playing the slots, but he makes that and more because of all the followers he has. Who sit there, and there was a couple of old women in Florida who said they watch him all the time because he gives good tips and uh, he's entertaining. I'm like, well, we really are. What do you mean are... good tips? It's a slot machine. Uh, exactly. Right, right, you just pull the it's arm all down. luck. Right, it's luck. Well, is there some something I'm missing on the slot oh, machines? Oh, no, well, you it's pull like the anything arm else. You know how... People with sports have superstitions. People that, that, that gamble have superstitions. They believe they have <laughs> some sort of system that's going to make this bet off. Don't they deserve to lose their money? Not only they're gambling, right? Which over time is a sure 100% loser idea, right? Not only that, but then they think they have some superstitions that control it. Oh, they it's, have a system. They have a way to work it out. Like, no, uh, you know, yeah, right. when I press the button and this happens, I know what could happen next, right? right? The, so this is where I double my bet because yeah. I'm about to hit big. Right. Well, <laughs> I, he actually goes right. on cruises with these old women and they pay for the cruise, right? Oh, of because, course they and, do. And there's slot machines on the, on the oh, cruise ship. God, so they what, a, what a racket. See, I can't make fun of this I don't one. know how long he can keep this going, but he told the Wall Street Journal that while he's $300,000 in gambling losses, he makes much more than that off of this operation. Right. No, this is this is targeting stupid people. I approve of that. Okay. Well, the other story targeting stupid people was done by the El Segundo Times. There's a woman, her name is Karen, spelled C-A-R-Y-N, Marjorie. 
who apparently, um, she apparently works social media to engage men, and I think they're very lonely men, in conversations. She launched a technology startup promising to make a personalized artificial intelligence clone. She's a lifestyle influencer. <laughs> so for a dollar a minute, yeah, you can have a conversation not with her, but with her, her, her clone, her, her AI chatbot. Can you talk dirty to it? There are rules, and it, she does. She says that if you get rude with the chatbot, it will be thrown off. So you're going to pay money to talk to a bot about whatever you want to talk about. Do they right? know it's a bot? She says they do. <laughs> okay, I approve of that one too. <laughs> you can you can ask for life advice, uh, or you can I love this. You can role play a sunset date to the beach with her because she's attractive. So some of the lonely but, men wait, look at that. But, but no dirty talk. If it gets too rude, she says they throw you off. Yes, I oh, don't know what the wow. definition these, of rude. These is. These guys are really suckers. They get no payoff at the end, huh? Oh, these are incels. Right. <laughs> now, she's launching a new one where you can actually talk to her, but it'll cost you a lot more. Uh -huh. I bet you all these guys have big uh, college loan payments they're upset about. I, First of all, I believe there's millions of people trying to make money this way, and just a few of them do. Huh. But they end up in the news stories. So others believe, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's making hundreds of thousands of dollars. I can do that. Most of them are making nothing. And yeah. and you know what I read is there was a whole thing in the New York Times a few weeks ago that some of the influencers who did well early on are, are exhausted. They're just oh, is that right? They're tired of posting. Because you got to post about your personal life. And you got to poke it, post about. You oh, know, you got to have a lot of pictures and stories, right? Pictures and stories, and, and it's videos, all day. and 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 you don't really exist as a person anymore. You're now this thing. You're now this character online that has to be constantly updated because there's a million other uh, people like you who are doing the same thing. So you're always in competition. See that that that's 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 what's terrible about the internet is that there's there's unlimited numbers of people doing this crap. So unless right. you're you have some exceptional odd talent it's very but, hard to stand out and then you have to do it forever but this lady at least in this operation she's not well, going to get exhausted because her chatbot's right, doing all the talking that, no, she's just collecting the money that's what's great you, i never would have thought that pe the guys would be happy talking to the bot and they don't even get the little dirty payoff at the end that's 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 amazing what where did all these sad people come from were they always there there's been many reports and studies that have come out that uh, the younger, what's the the generation now that's in their 20s or whatever? It's the incel generation. Well, but are they Z, Y? Z, I, I think, yeah. Uh, that they more than ever are not dating and the pandemic really shut them down. Because they, really, spent, they spent their adolescence. They're not even having sex is what I'm reading. Because they spent their adolescence looking at a screen. Instead of trying to get to know girls. Interact with you people. You learn right? a tremendous amount, even if you're not good at it. You learn a lot in your high school years on on how girls work and how dates work and what you should do and how to how to attract them or appeal to them. You do. And if you don't do that, then you're 25 and you're an incel talking to a bot. <laughs> All right. When we returned, the other big Supreme Court decision last week on affirmative action, we're going to tell you, though, that uh, 
some of the activists have struck back, and I actually think they have a point. Uh, they have uh, pulled a new lawsuit over admissions. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio 1 till 4 after 4 o'clock. John and Ken On Demand podcast. Download. Listen. There you go. Uh, also, connect to the voice line with the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon. We have plenty of room for this week's messages because it's already coming in just a couple of days during this hour. Call the toll-free number, one 877 moist 86 1-877-664-7886. The other big Supreme Court decision that was announced late last week, of course, struck down affirmative action and of course uh this got a lot of reaction though here in california we already have a ballot measure that passed in 1996 prop 209 that quote bans affirmative action at public campuses and in public hiring and all that kind of stuff uh however you and i have talked about this a lot over the years by the way this case 
he came out of a couple of schools, Harvard and I think the University of North Carolina. Yeah. Particularly Asian American students felt like uh, they were getting short shrifted by affirmative action oh. policies favoring other races. And statistically, they proved it. And Harvard had to admit, yeah, those are the statistics. That's the thing. Harvard was forced to admit, yeah, this is what we did. Well, Harvard tried to say, oh, no, it's only a positive factor in admissions. It's never a negative thing, like to be Asian. But even Chief Justice Roberts says that that doesn't hold up under scrutiny. No, when you looked at the numbers, I forgot. Not what it was, but but uh, uh, you could be uh, an Asian student uh, in, uh, in like the, the the second or third decile. You know how they yes, have, right the, uh, the ten, rankings. They have ten right. uh, categories on how you do, and you had less of a chance of getting in than um, uh, a black student who was in the eighth decile. Right. All right. So it's something like that, and so so it was clear that that they weren't they weren't using merit. They were just using the color of skin here. The numbers didn't add up. It, they were Harvard's numbers. They were University of North Carolina numbers. And Asians are a minority, too. I don't think the, I don't think, uh, the country's 51% Asian. And this, is, this was just unfair discrimination against Asian students who statistically do better than everybody else. Yeah. I, I, you, I mean, I, if there's a place where merit should matter, it should be at the elite universities. Otherwise, what makes them elite then? If now, they, back they, here in California, we said they would probably find a way around this and do this anyway. And apparently, uh, well, footage has surfaced online of Erwin uh, Shemarinsky, the UC Berkeley law dean, claiming that he does discriminate when hiring faculty for the sake of diversity but it's all done off the record, calling it, calling it unstated affirmative action. Mm -hmm. Achieved when a college or university doesn't tell anybody, does it make any public statements about actually doing it? Quote, if I'm ever deposed, I'm going to deny I said this to you. You know and what's this great? This guy, and he's always been this um, pretentious jackass, to put it mildly. <laughs> he was an ACLU guy. He admits in this class. See, when you go inside these professors' classrooms... You'd be shocked to find out what's going on. I got a few stories that my kids told me. It's like it it would it would it just turn your hair white. And Shemarinsky admits he discriminates, that he's racist. Yeah. That he's picking people based on color. So he's a racist, and this guy's a law professor. He's the dean of Berkeley Law. If he's deposed, he'll commit perjury, he'll lie. He told so, Fox News, I'm sad that someone took a video of my class discussion and excerpted it in this way. The law school strictly complies with Prop 209 in all of its hiring and admissions decisions. So there he is. He's denying it, right? Yeah. No, so that's he's, not under oath, but he, that was an yeah. interview. So he's he is a racist liar who is telling his students that he would commit perjury, telling his students that he discriminates based on color. What, if, no. he, if he gets an Asian student because an Asian student has a different complexion, a different amount of melanin in, in his skin, then, then he gets punished, even though his, his record academically might be superior? Well, that, that's, that's disgusting and despicable. And by as the way, I, it's against the law. As I read one columnist said, admissions is a zero-sum game. Somebody, they only have so many seats they can get in. So if somebody gets in, somebody doesn't get in. So, yeah, if you favor somebody because of race, you may have to end up denying somebody. By the way, the, the, same thing. the Civil Rights Act of 1964 already banned all this sort of behavior. And everybody did this tap dance and played pretend all these decades. 
But it was always wrong. It was always illegal. It was always uh, a, a, a constitutionally discriminatory. It's, yeah. it's always was. And now, you know, eventually everybody got tired of it. So you know, take your racism somewhere else. You, you have dare. I mean, really? I mean, you know what? Figure out how to compete. Figure out how to fix the schools in a lot of these districts. And they tried to repeal Prop 209 in 2020. The state voters rejected that 57% to 43%. So even more recently than the 1996 law, Californians made it clear. It's an artifact. We don't believe in this. It's an artifact from another racist time. It, it's, it's, it's exactly what they claim to be getting rid of, to, to get rid of racism. They just installed another form of racism with different victims. That being said, though, the last time I went to the Berkeley campus, I saw plenty of Asian students. So even though Shemarinsky well, is saying you know, that we have our ways of making sure. Well, the thing, well, the thing that's the problem. So many Asian students do well that I, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember reading that what Harvard, I believe it was Harvard, what they would do is they came up with a personality analysis system. And so the interviewers, because a lot of times they would deputize alumni Right. I, I, right. I, I knew people who um, people who live here who uh, were interviewers for whatever school they attended. So if you uh -huh. had Los Angeles candidates for, you know, school X, they would do the interviews. And what they were told to do is rate the person's personality. And so a lot of the Asian students had and this was in black and white on the forums is like has has no personality, no personality, They're right. very bland. You know, it's an Asian stereotype, right? Uh, that they were they were robots or something. That's what they would write in in, in these sheets. Not humorless, right? Yeah, humorless. And and the story was that behind the scenes, the admissions people were afraid that uh, the Asians were not going to show up at the football games and cheer for the team. That they weren't going to get involved in like the oh, Friday night activities, the Friday right. night rowdy partying and and, and sororities and fraternities. Fraternities. And that's right. They actually, you know, they had meetings about this. So they're looking at these scores, and then they decided that uh, that the Asian students had like some personality problem, and wrote it down. It was in the evidence. <laughs> All right. Well, the activists strike back over this decision with a brand new legal case, and they might—I'm saying they might have a point. We'll talk about it next. John and Ken, KFI AM six forty, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken on demand from KFI AM 640. We're live one to four after four o'clock. Go to uh, the iHeart app, Johnny Ken on demand, the podcast. Listen to what you missed. And please connect to the Moist Line through the app, the microphone icon. Leave a message for Friday's play of Moist Line calls or dial up the toll free number 1 877 Moist 86, 1 877 664. Seven eight eight six. I think the Dodgers are planning a drone show too, John. After a game coming up. Oh no! Are Friday they really? versus the Angels. Oh, what's going on? Eric will be there. He likes drone shows. I wish I was going to be there. You got tickets, Ken? You can get tickets. Why can't you get tickets? You got to go shake down the people. No, I know. The... I know. I know. Oh yeah, the the Dodger station down the hall. Just. Uh... Shake down. You don't have to. You they don't take have, care of me. You don't have to pay for anything. I'll bet they do. You're the Duke of Sports. Yeah, no. Dave Weiss is the man. That's you, right. I wouldn't be here without Dave Weiss. He now, interviewed do you, me. Do you have a press credential for uh, being the Duke of Sports? No, I wish. Oh, you should get that. Yeah, I need to talk to Dave. They, they give that. out. They give out those to anybody now. How many followers do you have on 
which platform? Oh, whatever, Twitter or whatever. Twitter, you... I have over thirteen hundred followers. Oh, all right, and you're also on you're on TikTok and all that. Not TikTok, but Instagram, I have over fifteen hundred. Right. That's a following. Yeah. We just gave you a plug. Thank you. Duke of Sports. Uh, We were just talking about the decision by the U.S. Supreme Court concerning affirmative action, striking it down. Of course, again, California already did that in 2006 and again in in 2020 with a ballot vote. Uh, But there is a right after that happened, a civil rights group immediately went to work with a new lawsuit because a lot of this came out of Harvard uh, with Asian-American students. They're challenging what is known as legacy admissions. Legacy admissions basically means if you have wealthy parents who did go to the school and are big donors to the school, well, then your kid is going to get a leg up. Oh, they should get rid of that. Absolutely. Because that discriminates. Oh, yes, I did too. I oh. thought so too. I didn't know what you would say. Oh, because that, Harvard I, being a private school can do what it wants. Most well, of the yeah, I guess they can do what it wants. But none of these none of these schools are really private. They all accept government money. They do, yes. and that right. was that was the focus. But they also raise a lot of money from wealthy. Uh, yeah, I know. That's that's. Uh, I, I want to see the screws put to to everybody here. <laughs> the the only reason these people donate money, it's not because they love Harvard. It's because they want to bribe Harvard to get to take their kid. They're get, dud. Yeah, they're dud. Yes, believe me, I personally know <laughs> dud children who got into elite schools only because their parents either were alumni or donated a lot of money. Well, did you follow that up and see oh, how they performed or how they performed? Like, no. Yeah. Did I they haven't. drop out? Did they do well? Did they get no, a good job after no, that? I'm just get, be curious how that ends up. You get protected in that environment. You just get like moved along if you have special Oh, and then status. you get, you probably get hired even though you were That's right. dud in school you work, just you because work, you're, you work for dad's company and he get. there's always like dud jobs that sons get in their dad's company. Yes. Uh, USC reported that 14% of last year's admitted students had, they describe it as family ties to alumni mm. or donors. Oh, it's a complete Stanford racket. reported a similar rate. No, I understand. I understand. It's impossible to compete. And, and you know, you, you, you talk, you, so the guidance counselors actually tell you at, at these schools that, you know, you, it, it, they, they word it very carefully, though, because they don't want anything on paper or recorded. Right, but they have right. a euphemistic way of letting you know that you've got to donate some pretty serious money to get your kid into a school like this. And it doesn't matter what your kid's grades are or SAT scores because... You know, there's a, there's a large percentage of kids that get there automatically. And I, I remember having conversations. My wife would say, oh, so-and-so got here. And I go, oh, come on. Well, you know, the dad. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Because I you know, you know these kids since they're five years old, right? And suddenly at 18 and then they're getting into an elite school. I would go, get out of here. Yeah. Well, we talked about this during the whole admissions, college admissions scandal. I said, well, why do you need to get them on the, pretend they're on the rowing team or whatever? Don't you just donate a lot of money to get them in? Because these are wealthy celebrities and stuff. I thought, that, thought that's the way they would do it. Just do it the old-fashioned way. Donate yeah. a lot of money and get legacy admissions. Right. Instead, they use the middleman. Yeah, they used that pa- guy who, who passed to, the to money pretend along. they were some sort of athletes, right? Yeah, I didn't get that. Hey, look at this. This is really exciting. Fred Rogan is here in for Tim Conway. You know, it's interesting to me. First of all, to have an opportunity to be on KFI um, really is uh, a moment of a lifetime. And I, I'm being dead serious. Oh, wow. The other thing that's really cool, this is the first time I've seen you not at the urinal. <laughs> it looks the same, doesn't it? 
You, you, well, might, you might want to explain that. <laughs> every time. <laughs> we meet at the urinal. <laughs> every time. Every time I run into you, you're at the urinal. And, and we just kind of look at each other. Mm -hmm, okay. Because I'm going down the hall to KLAC. So this it's is an uncomfortable cool. moment for men. Yes. Well, I'm being honest. And you wonder why. Why would they use the middleman when they were paying to get these kids in school, yet they were saying they were on the rowing team? Right. Do you guys know better than anybody in this market because you've done it so long? Everybody's got a guy. Yeah, right. Everybody's yeah. got a guy. Exactly. Right. You go with your guy. Yeah. And you know what? They'll handle it. You don't want your hands dirty, despite the fact you've never competed a second in your life right. and, and really have trouble standing up. You're a champion rower now. It's a lot easier. Listen, I'm not telling anybody how to run their life. It's not my business. It really is a lot easier just to write a check. Yes. And then I don't know how this got here. Yeah, right. That's right. You, you know, you don't you you don't end up in prison that way. I know somebody who got sucked into that scandal. Do you? And uh, yeah, and uh, ended up in jail. Really? Yeah, in the big scandal. Yeah, it was, oh. it was somebody in uh, our 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 school. So our son played college basketball, and he's since graduated. Graduated from Chapman, by the way. And uh, Chapman is a very good school. And they asked, you know, it's a high academic school. You've got to have good scores to get in there. And somebody said to me, uh, what's his GPA? And I said, well, his GPA is 18.2. And they went, we've never heard of that before. And I said, well, that's how many points a game he scores to get into Chapman. <laughs> but we had had a conversation at USC because they were interested in bringing him in as a preferred walk-on. And it was never stated explicitly. But in that conversation, there was a hint or a suggestion that you know, the building fund here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those conversations yeah. are fascinating because nobody wants to be explicit. Right. So they talk in circles. They talk like in a fog, and you're supposed to decode what they're trying to tell you. Yeah, because then they didn't say it, right? Yeah. You you could never be on the record saying so. Right. I didn't say it. Well, no. If you if you thought I meant something, well, that's on you. <laughs> right. But you never heard that come out of my mouth. Just in case it's recorded. <laughs> so anyway, this is so cool to to be on after you guys today and Tim's slot to fill in. because What are I, you going to do with it then? Well, I'm going to screw around. I don't know. I mean, I was going to come on here and they told me to go and have your show and have fun. And the first thing we got is the Sheriff's Department news conference coming up at 4 o'clock. Yeah. There's oh, a lot of laughs no. here some days. But, but you know, I've listened to you guys for so long. And you are such icons in the market. Oh, thank you. And Tim has done such a magnificent job and built his audience. I'm just honored beyond belief to be able to sit here today. I've always wanted to do news. So mm. this is an opportunity for me to uh, fly it up the flagpole. Yeah, we'll you're see a who's sports salute. television uh, icon, so uh, well, it's just a whole group of icons here. Yeah, well, uh, listen. <laughs> well, uh, have a good time. Thanks. All right. Yeah, and we have Fred Rogan coming up next for Tim Conway. And Crozier's got the news live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. 
Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.